Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. I just spent like a solid half hour to an hour in the how to increase your metabolism and burn more fat rabbit hole and learned a few things that really just kind of make me even more curious than before. Like when I was getting ready to record this episode, I kind of thought I had some some good answers and some good information to give because essentially it's like it's like the standard thing that a lot of us in the fitness industry are telling people. Okay, build more muscle that way your body learns to burn more fat naturally because muscle burns more calories than fat, right? We want to raise our basal metabolic rate by building more muscle. This is still good information, okay? And I'm going to reiterate a bit how that works here in a few minutes, right? But as I research it more and more, it's a little bit more complicated than that, right? And the reason is just because when I look into it, building more muscle, in spite of what I had believed, when we do the math based on how we understand it, it's probably actually not that big of an effect, okay? And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Okay, so let me kind of, you know, start from the beginning and just say like, you know, the, the, the basic thing about, all right, how can I burn fat more efficiently or in as easy of a way as possible? How can I make it easy for my body to burn fat? All right, the answer that I would have definitely given everyone an hour ago, and this still holds somewhat, you know, mostly true, but maybe just not quite as big of a factor as I thought. But the answer I would have told people is, all right, do some resistance training, some strength training to build muscle. Obviously, eat right, but focus on building more muscle because muscle, pound for pound, burns more calories than fat. If you have more muscle on your body, your body is going to naturally burn more fat. This is why we hear all the time, and I've done a previous episode talking about why I think cardio exercise is misused, okay? We hear all the time from experts in the fitness space how, you know, cardio, essentially, you're burning calories during the workout, but it, the effect afterwards doesn't continue. When we do resistance training, strength training exercise, we burn some calories during the workout, and then supposedly, we continue burning more calories after the workout. Part of this is related to the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. Part of it is what I talk about, building more muscle. Muscle is more metabolic tissue, right? This still does hold true, all right? Now, I mean, you know, in the, in the, the, the deeper dive I just took, it's, it's still a true thing, right? Like it's, you know, talks about from multiple sources how essentially one pound, each pound of muscle burns about, what is it, six calories per day just at rest, whereas each pound of fat we have burns about two calories per day at rest, right? So this is good. This makes sense. Okay. Muscle burns more calories than fat. If you have more muscle, you're going to naturally increase your basal metabolic rate, which means that you can eat more calories and either still maintain the same weight or eat the same amount of calories and be burning fat, right? You'd be in a caloric, uh, excuse me, in a 
caloric deficit by eating the same amount of calories as someone who you know has a little bit less muscle. Sorry, that was poorly explained. But long story short, more muscle in general leads to burning more calories and therefore burning more fat with the same amount of calories as someone who has less muscle or a lower overall metabolic rate. Okay, this is correct. It's it's true from all the science that we know. But it's just really probably not as big of a deal as I thought. Like if you think about this, okay, like how, how, do, how do we do the math on this, right? So like let's say we add five more pounds of muscle. If we take that six calories per pound per day at rest, if we add five more pounds of muscle, which believe me, takes some work. For a beginner, you can add five pounds of muscle fairly simply, right? A beginning exerciser, muscle comes on fairly easy at the beginning. But for someone who always has, already has a little bit of experience, five pounds of muscle is not that easy. Five pounds of muscle takes some time and some work. That would mean that five times six equals 30. You're burning 30 more calories per day at rest. Okay, but 30 calories? <laughs> We're talking about like a quarter of a banana, all right? Like 30 calories is not the big a deal. 30 calories is not something that is going to help you, you know, it's going to take you a long time to burn fat if all you've done is started burning 30 more calories per day, okay? So then what is it? All right, I still stand by the idea that we should be doing resistance training. I mean, resistance training has tons of benefits, right? But it's 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 clearly not just the fact that we are burning, you know, with the, we're gaining that additional muscle that apparently burns six calories per pound per day. Now, there is the excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, right? For example, they talk about how people who did a HIT, a high-intensity interval training session, which is different. That's different than resistance training, but they burn an additional 200 calories in the 14 hours after the workout. And you'll hear different things, you know, for different types of training, whether it's HIT training or just standard resistance training or weightlifting, saying that in the 24 hours after or in the 48, 72 hours after or whatever, um, you know, people burn an additional... 100 calories, 200 calories, 300 calories, whatever, just at rest. That itself, I I don't know, it's like it's hard to do the math on this, but that itself may be a bigger factor than the the, um, total amount of muscle we have, if that makes sense. Like just the fact that we're continuing to do this type of exercise that then has this effect of excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, meaning our body needs more oxygen to recover, that may be the thing that has the bigger effect overall. I don't know. So, okay, probably sounds confusing, but long story short, there definitely are a lot of benefits. If you want to burn fat, it helps to do various forms of exercise, but definitely some of these intense forms of exercise and resistance training, okay? Now, other things that were very interesting that I learned as I did more research on this is you know, essentially, what what parts of our body actually burn the most calories per pound? Well, it's the organs, okay? So it's the heart, the brain, the kidneys, and the liver. Now, these organs, compared to the amount of muscle we have and even the amount of fat we have, these organs make up a small percentage of our overall body weight, right? But pound per pound or ounce for ounce, however you want to look at it, they burn tons of calories. So when I'm sitting here analyzing how do we increase the basal metabolic rate, how do we increase our basal metabolic rate, 
because that's all that's what we're trying to do to burn fat more efficiently you know to burn fat efficiently what we don't want to do is we don't want to have to sit there and do three hours of cardiovascular exercise in a stairmaster every day nobody wants to do that yeah you'll burn a thousand plus calories whatever doing that but we don't want to do that we want to make it easier on our bodies to burn calories if we want to burn fat right so it's essentially how do we increase our basal metabolic rate now what goes into the basal metabolic rate all right well like i talked about you know muscle and fat burn a certain amount of calories but the organs the liver the kidneys the heart and the brain are, are also using up a ton of energy okay now is it possible and i don't think any of us really know the answer to this google didn't seem to know is it possible to increase the rate with which those organs are burning calories depending on how we use those organs well i don't think the scientists have a great answer at this point now there was an article from time magazine this was interesting so from time magazine it kind of asked the question does thinking burn more calories okay so as opposed to just you know vegging out on the couch right does thinking burn more calories and the answer is yes so like essentially any any sort of task that requires a lot of thinking like you know you working on whatever you do for work as opposed to sitting there as a couch potato you know just vegging out watching tv do you burn more calories you know when you're doing something that really makes your brain work since the brain burns a lot of calories like the, the brain for example is only two percent of our body weight but it burns about 20 percent of the calories about 20 percent of our energy use so does thinking burn more calories now the answer is apparently yes but not that much like the researchers found that you can really only increase the brain's energy expenditure like five percent each day right so which would be like 20 to 40 calories depending on how you know big of a person you are it wouldn't be that much depending on how big your brain is i don't know but it's the same thing it wouldn't be that many calories so you're not going to think yourself skinny you know what i mean maybe like makes like a small difference you know um but it's it this it's just fascinating because then i started asking myself well how does someone like me how has someone like me developed you know, I have a very high basal metabolic rate, or at least I burn a lot of calories on average. Like my caloric maintenance at, you know, what the amount of calories I need to maintain my body weight is around 3,500 per day, maybe even close to 4,000. For most people, it's only, you know, around 2,000, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, now, obviously, I'm a slightly larger than average person, but not that large right the question is you know why do some of us seem to have a faster metabolism and why do some of us seem to have a slower metabolism now genetics play a factor and this is something we can't really change obviously and it's hard also to get numbers on how much of a factor other things that play a factor are you know well being exposed to like cold maybe to heat i mean they talk about like being exposed to cold temperatures your body has to work harder so essentially if you spent like all day in a cold environment you'd be burning like another 100 to 200 calories or something like that but it's not like we're gonna want to do that right nobody's gonna like stand out in the cold all day to try to burn more fat right um but one thing and maybe i should have included this at the beginning is so let's talk about the different types of food. Let's talk about the thermic uh, effect of food, right? What, essentially what this is, is, all right, when we eat, like essentially about 10% of the calories our body uses or the energy it uses goes into food consumption, goes into digesting and breaking down food, right? So like essentially if you eat 2,000 calories a day, that means 
I think it's around 200, maybe like 100, 150, 200 calories are used in the breaking down, in the digestion of that food. Now, a lot of it depends on which foods we eat, right? Protein, for example, has a much higher thermic effect. So protein is like 20 to 30% thermic effect, whereas fats is very low. It's like 0 to 3% and carbs is like 5% or something like that. Um, I'm getting these numbers from the National Institute of Health, so you know it's good. No, um, carbs is like 5 to 10%, it says. But anyway, so the point is this kind of this makes sense when we ask the question of why do high-protein diets help people burn fat if in a calorie deficit or if you know trying to maintain muscle and burn fat because essentially eating more protein protein has a higher thermic effect okay so that means if you eat a thousand calories and all of its protein theoretically your body is burning 200 to 300 just in digesting and absorbing all the protein okay if you eat a thousand calories of pure fat now once again this is almost impossible to do because most food groups you know, have some of both, but let's see you say you eat just fat. You sit there and do like I do and drink a half a bottle of olive oil, right? Or something that's just pure fat. Okay. Thousand calories. Your body doesn't need to burn hardly any calories to digest and absorb that fat. Does that make sense? So this is why to make a long story short, if you're looking to burn fat, you should put an emphasis on protein. Obviously we need the protein to preserve our muscle, but then Theoretically, our body is going to be burning more and more calories, comparatively, more calories compared to carbohydrates and fat when we eat the protein. So this is why you'll see people, you know, fitness trainers, nutritionists will say, okay, if you want to maintain your muscle and drop fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit, eating 300, 400, 500 less calories than your maintenance every day, still doing some exercise, but keep your protein levels high. Now, how much protein should you be eating? Mm, probably around like one gram of protein per pound of body weight or for pound of target body weight. Um, there's a distinction, I suppose, between the two, but just to keep it simple. So if you weigh 150 pounds, probably shoot for 150 grams of protein. Anyway, um, long story short, this is something I think all of us can focus on that does make a difference in how to burn fat with as little effort as possible. Just make protein the focus of your diet. I'm not saying every food you eat should be protein, but make sure you're getting enough protein because the protein, not only does it help you preserve the muscle, but protein is burning calories and theoretically helping you burn fat more so than the carbohydrates and fats that you're eating, okay? So I would still, like for most people, that's still the two biggest pieces of advice I would give. I would, in spite of all this rabbit hole and all this new information and math that makes things complicated, the two biggest pieces of advice that I would give at the end of this are still make sure you're doing on a regular basis, if not every day, close to every day, some form of resistance training or some form of exercise that stimulates the muscles, okay? Nothing against cardio, but resistance training or high-intensity interval training is still probably better well, obviously, to build muscle and for increasing our basal metabolic rate, which will help burn more fat, okay? So it's doing some form of resistance training, doing maybe high-intensity interval training. doesn't necessarily need to be that much time, but do some form of that, okay? Uh, and then make sure we focus on eating proteins because of the higher thermogenic effect. Now, other things, obviously, just, you know, moving around in general, having an active lifestyle, sure, that helps. Um, you know, that's not really the goal of this. The goal is to try to figure out, okay, how do we burn, 
you know fat as easily as possible um but anyway i just this this was really interesting and i know this was kind of a like a complicated episode um i feel like i (laughs) i wish i could simplify it more um but unfortunately when you look at it there are still things that that just don't totally add up that it doesn't even really make sense it's like why are some people's metabolisms so much higher than others you know like i said how much does genetics play a role i don't know um but we certainly can make a difference okay we can make a difference we can learn to burn fat easier by like i said doing some resistance training putting more of a focus on protein um and then you know just basic things like having an active lifestyle etc etc so um, I hope that helps. Like I said, metabolism is a complex topic, folks. But keep moving, keep doing some exercise, eat some decent foods, you'll be all right. All right, we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our daily lives. Get out there and do it. <laughs>